Bongani Bingwa. Bongani Bingwa. Starting your 702 day. The Israeli historian Yuval Noah Harari argues that when we think of ideas like fascism, for example, we tend to recoil because we think of Mussolini, we think of people like Hitler, we think of the mass murders that took place. He argues, though, that it's a problem to do this because we tend to look at these ideologies as evil, as hideous, and we forget, or at least we don't examine why it is they were attractive to the people who subscribe to them in the first place. And he says, when you think of fascism and you only think of the gas chambers or the concentration camps, you're missing the point. You're missing the point because at some point, these ideas were attractive to millions. And I think, like its twin, racism Fascism is never going to go completely out of fashion because it appeals to the vanity of those it favors. It's a lie and it's a false mirror, but it is one that is seductive. Because what it does is it tells the dominant group that they are more important, that they are more attractive, that they are more intelligent than everybody else. It says you belong to a club that is exclusive. You are the ones who belong. You are the ones who are entitled to certain privileges. You are superior. It's an idea that's all too familiar to South Africans, isn't it? See, the idea that you have arrived is one of the most dangerous ideas there is out there because intrinsically it celebrates the fact that you have left others behind and that you must be proud for being one of the cool kids. And I think that's what, for me, is at the heart of the Ashwin Willems incident on Saturday as he walked off the set of Supersport. And it touched a nerve with many people because it reflects exactly this idea that as a poor kid uh, from uh, Caledon, he should never have ended up in that studio in the heat of the debates. For a moment, it suggests to me that he forgot his place. Have a listen to this. With us, we have a coach that selects a team that have that has not been able to prove, neither this year nor no, last year. I don't agree with you. He's had some very, very good results. This is only right. the second loss in 11 games away, and he still has over a 70% win record. So I, I'm, let's not, not I'm, not, I'm not talking about the, the results. I'm not talking about the results. The results is there. The results is there. Are there. I'm talking about the fact that the way that we play, Let's take this last, last game. First game against the, um, Argentina at home. All right, so we can fade the sound there. And the point I want to make is that's a clip, by the way, that goes back to 2014. And it's obviously a sharp disagreement, a sharp debate between Nick Mallet and Ashwin Willemse. And they're disagreeing as commentators necessarily must disagree to have drama in studio about the games. But as Willemse makes his, his point, he's undercut by something as simple as his English. Now, clearly, as an Afrikaans first language speaker, he's going to sometimes struggle, as do many Afrikaans first language speakers when they speak English, about the difference between his is and his are. Nick Mallet in that moment reminds him, you're no longer in Caledon. You're at the grown-ups table. It's not. The results is. They are, he says. They are. And when that moment happens, it immediately puts you on the back foot because he's not disagreeing necessarily only with the substance of what Ashwin is saying. He's even telling him how to say it. And it's that kind of thing that builds up over time. And it results in the kind of snap we saw on Saturday. In the aftermath of the incident, I tweeted this. I said,
Poor Ashwin. It's going to be said he overreacted. But the truth is, there isn't always explicit evidence when you feel undermined. It's a feeling, a vibe you get. And then there's the matter of, then there's the matter of proving it. You have to justify your reaction to it. Karen Morn, who's a journalist and a friend of this show, tweeted this. She said, subtle racism tells people of color through microaggressions that there are limitations to what they're capable of. They're tolerated, not celebrated. And if they take on that racism, they're accused of overreacting. I've never met Nick Mallet or Nas Porta, and I would bet good money they don't see themselves as racist. But think about the buildup of telling somebody they don't belong, because you do.